Hey yo, what is up? What is up, my friends? How's it going? How you been? It's RJ. Welcome to Gut Instincts Podcast. This is my show, and you clicked it. So you're here, and I'm assuming you're excited to listen. So thank you. Thank you for that, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. And I appreciate all the support for the last few years. Yes, that is it. It is the end of the year. I've already done the last episode of season two. Technically, you could say it's already in season three because we started the show in October of 2016, 17, yeah. So, but... I. You know, I start the I started the season in January. Technically, that's the way it works. So we're going on season three. We've learned so much together. We've gotten so confused together. Um, our lives have changed together, and yeah, man, I'm stoked that you're here with me. Um, that being said, of course definitely go on youtube and give me some thumbs up give me some subscribers let's get that number rocking people i, I want to see a million i want to see a million of you till then we're gonna get into a relatively short episode i'm gonna keep it short and sweet why because it's an important episode it's an important episode because Today, we're going to do a little chat about something called enzymes. Okay, what are enzymes? I guess we can find the definition of enzymes, but when I think about what is something, I try to think about it and put it into my own terms. Um, but let's get the definition just to get it out of the way, just to start you off on the right foot and just to get going in the right direction. Now, it says here an enzyme. Enzymes are both proteins and biological catalysts, right? Catalysts accelerate chemical reactions. The molecules upon which enzymes may act are called substrates. And the enzymes convert the substrates into different molecules known as products. Isn't that an interesting definition? <clears throat> so what I'm thinking here is an enzyme is what does the work, right? We talk about you are what you eat. You know that's not real. You are what you digest. We've said that before on the show. The issue, however, is are we digesting what we need? Are we digesting the proteins that we need and the sugars that we need and the carbohydrates that we need, right? Are we digesting and absorbing the lipids? Are we digesting and absorbing what's needed to build the building blocks of the body. Now, 
if you've listened to this show, we've talked about Crohn's, we've talked about autoimmune disorders. There are probably a lot of you out there who are listening who have different, um, uh, different autoimmune disorders. Basically, it's the immune system is reacting to something inside the body, whether it's for or whether it's foreign or, or you know or located inside the body. The the real thing that we need to look at is why would it be considering the substrate or what's going on in there uh, as or the product, right? As as if we look at this definition. Right, because it says enzymes convert substrates into different molecules known as products. Now, when we ask ourselves what are substrates, we have to think of what the definition is talking about. Now, substrates are your proteins, are your carbs, and are your fats, right? So when we break down these definitions, we want to make sure we know our head is in the right place. We know what we're thinking about. And we understand the modalities and the mechanisms upon which we're trying to learn. And basically, in this, sh- in this episode, we're going we're gonna to talk just about the enzymes. We're going to talk about what the enzymes are doing, or we're going to try to figure it out, I guess. That's where I'm at. Because, frankly, enzymes haven't brought in, been brought up, at least to my attention, uh, as I feel they should. So this is my my little, um, uh, what would we call it there? My little dedication. Yeah, that's it. This is my dedication to enzymes. Welcome the Gut Instincts Podcast. Okay, so we we said the definition, the actual definition I'm looking at, this is a Wikipedia definition. Um, there's a couple other definitions here. It's up to you, but I'm keeping to this definition because it's very small and it has the words that we were talking about that can be confusing, especially if you're not deep in with the terms. Um, <clears throat> and now, just to let you know, I am taking a break from actual smoking herbs, and I am specifically ingesting the oils and ex- extracts of, of the cannabis. Now, I'm just taking a break because my lungs, my voice, it needs to happen. <laughs> Any of y'all who have, have been using cannabis <clears throat> on a daily or on a regularly may have, you know, come across this sometimes. And some people don't, um, you know, use uh, cannabis or inhale it, smoke it at a frequency that would really affect like your, you know, your, your, your voice or anything like that. For me, uh, you know, it was time to take a little break. I'm giving my voice a little break. It was getting raspy. 
and um, it just overall is nice to change things up in life. We talked about change, how change is the only consistent in this life, so that's what we're going for. Um, that being said, I hope you got whatever you got, and um, and I hope you took along, and I hope you enjoy it. Right. So this. So that being said, we're gonna we're gonna look a little bit into enzymes, and I'm gonna list out a couple of enzymes, and we're gonna try to match up what they're doing or what their mechanism is technically. Right. So the issue is with mechanisms is you don't want to solely focus on mechanisms because if you do that, you're gonna end up not confused, but you just, you can't look at mechanisms because mechanisms are specific things that are happening. I hate using the word things, but the specific things that, that are happening that may or may not, um, give you the light to see what's, how it's all connected. Right. So, so when we think about an autoimmune disorder or we think about inflammation inside the gut right specifically we're talking about Crohn's but you can have inflammation inside your gut and with all sorts of different things but if we look at Crohn's as like an autoimmune disorder and we we sit there and wonder well why would the immune system be attacking itself well the immune system is mostly in the gut that's why Crohn's is located all throughout the gut intestines, small, large, literally all of it. Well, we have to realize maybe there's something foreign inside there that the body is saying, hey, you know what? I can't deal with this. This is not right for the body. I've got to attack it. I've got to send, um, I've got to send specific proteins, antibodies, whatever, to attack these so-called foreign bodies. And really, what are these foreign bodies other than undigested foods? Because when you eat the foods, digestion starts with the mouth, right? And it keeps going throughout, right? So we're, we're going to look at, and we're going to screw up lots of these names. So have fun making fun of me or listening to me butcher these names. Parad Parotid gland. Parotid gland? Mm, apparently that's inside the cheeks. Well, it looks like it's inside the cheeks. I'm looking at this chart here in front of me, and it's like a little funny looking because you don't have the body. You only have the gut. <laughs> and, you know, I've seen that plenty of times, but it always gets a little weird I'm trying to figure out. Uh, it looks like it's above the mouth. It looks like here's the mouth, and then, yeah, it looks like it's in the cheeks somewhere or maybe maybe. I don't know, inside the ears or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, you got your mouth. You got your subling, sublingual, sublingual gland, right? Subma, submandibular gland, right? Some of y'all are like dying right now. <laughs> Submandibular gland, right? So there's glands. What I'm getting at, it doesn't matter the term. What I'm getting at is... Unless, of course, you're going into the medical field, then I'm sure you're going to need to learn these. <laughs> well, 
what I'm getting at is these glands are, they sense what's going on inside of our body, and then it tells us to release said enzymes. Now, why is it that I've gone years and years and years and not one doctor has talked about enzymes? Why is it that I've gone years and years and years and nobody's, nobody's brought to my attention, maybe the enzymes are off. Maybe you need to add enzymes into your life. No. Nope. 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 Nothing. Okay? So this is where sometimes my frustration will come out on the show um, and my beef against the white coats because they're so deceptive. And they may not be purposely deceiving me personally but they're deceptive in their uh, their teachings or their learnings I guess and that's where these issues come into play now when we look at enzymes we have to say some are released in the mouth right some are released then in the stomach stomach as it goes down some are triggered from the pancreas, which is the main digestive gland in our body, right? So there's my other issue. What, not one, having an autoimmune disorder that is solely located within the digestive system, I have never had one doctor bring up my pancreas. Not one, all right? Now... <laughs> That's just sad. And you wonder why I fired all my doctors. And I continuously have to do this because of what I come into contact with. And it really is detrimental uh, to my mind and my body, obviously. My body. But mostly my mind. Because it makes me frustrated. Because I'm not really looking for an answer. But, you know, if you're getting paid six figures... Um, I think the least that you could do is do a decent job at what your six figures is giving you. Now, do I feel that way about all doctors? No. Um, specifically surgeons and uh, dentists, things of that nature. They do physical work, right? My surgeon did physical work. So I had no, I have no beef with that. There's nothing... You're actually using your hands to do this stuff. A gastroenterologist, I have gone into actually many doctors and they haven't even touched my belly they haven't even looked they haven't done anything i mean i have i i've gone into ones where i haven't even sat in on that little little chair thing frankly it's sad but that's why we're here that's why i started this podcast we're here to talk about the things that nobody else wants to talk about we're here to question everything that's why that's um that's why that's there so Let's go back. The source of digestive enzymes. So we're going to read this really right here. Digestive enzymes help to break down polymeric macromolecules into small building blocks. Because that's what we need to do. We're chewing our food. We're consuming it. It's breaking down into certain building blocks upon which... The body can then reassemble. It's just a disassembly and a reassembly. Just a disassembly and a reassembly. Right? That's why everybody's different. Literally. Everybody. Everybody. And that's why everybody's going to thrive on different diets. 
These enzymes are also present in the saliva, where they assist the first steps of digestion. The enzymes are classified on the nature of the substrate they work. Digestive enzymes are broadly classified into four groups. They are, so here are the digestive, digestive enzymes, the groups. Again, enjoy, because I'm going to butcher these names. You try to read these. <laughs> Proteolytic enzyme. Proteolytic protein, right? Proteolytic splits proteins to amino acids. What are proteins other than amino acids built up into proteins with what? None other than a glycogen, a glycolipoprotein. We talked about that before, right? We talked about how we had to shed some light on the fact that proteins within proteins and amino acids, there are sugars. Yes, that's right, my friends. I had to figure that out on my own and I shared it with you. Welcome to figuring things out on your own. Lipolytic protein. We, we know what let, right, splits fats and fatty acids into glycerol. What do we talk, right? We, fatty acids, amino acids. It breaks it into glycerin, right? The sugars and fats. They're, they're building blocks here. So we've got two different enzymes. Then you've got the amylo, amylolytic, amylolytic enzyme. Splits the carbohydrates and the starches into simple sugars. We know that carbohydrates are long chain sugars. Same thing with starches. Starches is a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter. Carbohydrates can go very, 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 very long, right? Depending on the sugar. Um, then you have the nucleolytic, 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 yeah, um, which splits the nucleic acids to nucleotides. Okay, so we've broken down proteins and amino acids, fats, fatty acids, and glycerin, or glycerol, carbs, and starches into simple sugars, and nucleic acids into nucleotides. Okay. That's digestive enzymes sort of at a glance. But like I said, there are different ones and different enzymes throughout the body that need to be released or that are released. Or in my case, in a lot of other people's cases who have hindered digestive systems, may not be released. So that's what's interesting is like, why aren't they being released why aren't they being triggered? I don't know, and I don't claim to know, and I, I don't even want to think too much about it because that will keep you up. It will stress you out. If you end up doing what I did, you end up not eating, and it will really severely have negative side effects, right? Literally, you will become malnourished because of this. <clears throat> you want to have a positive mindset, you want to know that your body is going to do this, right, without you having to struggle. Now, what I did recently was order a boatload of enzymes. That's right. I got one right here by a company called Biome. It's called Clean Energy Greens. Uh, all natural energy without the sugar crash. No, this is not an advertisement. <laughs> but I, I will stand by Biome and their product, and it's absolutely amazing the laundry list of super greens that's in here is 
first of all, outrageous, right? Uh, I'm not even going to list those. But what I want to list for you is the enzymes, because that's the main reason why I got it. And of course, it has probiotics in it as well. And then I have this other probiotic enzyme protein superfood blend, which is from... Um, from, um, I can't think of the name right now. So, too bad. I'll, I'll remember it. Terrasol, that's what it is. So we'll look at the first one from Biome here, and then we're gonna list out, I'm gonna list out what I've gotten here, and then we're gonna go out and we're gonna look at what's in the mouth. We're gonna go down to the anus. <laughs> the anus, which, you know, we'll talk about someday. Digestive enzyme blend in here is as follows. Your amylase, amylase protein, your amylase, your bromelain, your cellulase, your lipase, your papain, and your protein, protein, your protease, protease, protease. All right, so your amylase. Now, now, what, now if you've heard brom, bromelain, uh, pineapples, right? Um, Or is that papain? Yeah, papain is in papaya, right? So that's why they use papaya <coughs> as um, a they'll 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 let um, meats soak in papaya, or or be in a bag with some papaya because what it does is it begins to break down those proteins, and when you begin to start the breaking down of that process, if you think of aged, dry aged meats uh same concept you're taking a fresh piece of protein of meat you're letting it age which what what it does is it's actually breaking down um changing these proteins into different molecules right so which is going to taste different and i guarantee it digests differently okay so that's what's in this digestive enzyme blend. And then, of course, we have Bacillus brave, Bravo, <laughs> uh, Lactobacillus rhamnosus, uh, S. boldari, um, and Lactobacillus acidophilus, right? Which are some of my favorite probiotics. Yes, I have some favorites and some not-so-favorites. The mouth. The oral cavity... <laughs> Or the mouth contains salivary glands. So we say digestive digestion starts in the mouth. Um, that is very true. I myself have to constantly remind myself to slow down, chew, 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 and get that going. Right. The enzymes secreted by the mouth mainly provide protection against bacteria. Betaine helps to maintain a fluid balance inside the mouth. Okay. The betaine is that cell fluid balance. We know about that. The bromelain is an anti-inflammatory agent that tenderizes meat. We already talked about where the bromelain is at, right? That's in your, um, that's in your pineapples. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm correct here, let me see. Yep. So that's why you eat it bunch of pineapples right and then you're you're literally you're you're 
mouth is like <laughs> literally getting eaten apart like your 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 flesh is being broken <laughs> right that's why you eat too many and especially if it's not riped uh, that's a, that's honestly the main issue is all of our all of our pineapples if you want to know the secret they're just pulled way before it's really ripened so there's an unreal amount of bromelain in there and that's what hurts and that's what stings and burns and right i mean there may be some other acids and whatever but that's why you can eat it and after a while it literally your your top of your mouth starts to like it's like when we were eating Captain Crunch, not Captain Crunch, um, yeah, peanut butter Captain Crunch. Man, that would just destroy the top of my mouth. I'd have like shards of skin <laughs> hanging from my mouth. Like, oh, this is such good cereal. I love this. Anyways, I did love it. It's still good. Um, we have amylase, right? Converts starch to soluble sugars. And we know that amylase is with that um, bread. If you don't have the the correct amylase proteins, the bread, the car, those carbohydrates, the starches inside the bread are not going to break down. That that's you know gluten intolerance. I guarantee it's associated to a lack of amylase proteins. Um, just like a lactose intolerance is connected to the lactase protein it, uh, enzyme, it's there's not enough of it, right? That's why if you're lactose intolerant, if you think you're going to have cheese or whatever, you go out, they, they'll usually take a lactase enzyme, right? Which will help break those sugars down. It'll be less detrimental. Now, phytolin, pitlin, I don't know, PTY, what is that? How do you put a P and a T and a Y next to each other and then expect the English language to say it? Or me for that matter. <laughs> Phytolin, phytolin, anyways, converts starch to simple soluble sugars. I'm not going to get into that. I haven't even heard that one yet. Is it in here? No, I don't even have it in mine. Okay, so we're going to move on. That's the mouth. Then we have the tummy, the stomach, or, yeah, not to be confused by the gut. The gut is like your lower intestines. That's when they say gut. Your stomach, I call it a tummy. The enzymes released by the stomach are known as gastric enzymes. Hey, stomach secretes hydrochloric acid, HCl, which kills bacteria and germs and provides an acidic environment for proper enzymatic activity of protease enzymes. Now, that's my, that was my biggest beef with the alkaline movement diet. And when I began eating and consuming more alkaline things, I noticed my digestion actually be began to hinder. There is not enough acidic, um, or not enough acids, acid-based products going in into my body. Because remember, as much as there's this idea that we're supposed to be alkaline, that that's just it's it's very shady. Um, the gut needs to be acidic because that's what it does. It 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 destroys and starts to break things down with that environment um you know do you want that acid to come back up into your gastro uh into your esophagus no that's called acid reflux right you have these little we have those little things inside that open and close and all these right that's why when i would eat things sometimes after a little while all of a sudden i'm burping i'm burping and it feels like it's just sitting there and i'm assuming 
it doesn't have the enzymes or the acid to break this stuff down to move into the small intestines. Now, if your body doesn't have this stuff to shoot it into the small intestines, of course it's going to freak out when it gets to the small intestines when it's still physically unable to break it down. Um, and it's already past the enzymatic function where it should have uh, done that, if that made any sense. Because if we think of them, them as different components in, in a process, then we have to think of digestion process as like a four stage rather than just one. Either you're digesting it or you're not. In this case, you want to make sure that you have these properly are these proper enzymatic functions going on in your belly, in your tummy. Okay, pepsin breaks down protein into small peptides. Gastric amylase, amylase, I should say. We talked about that for the starches, for the breads, right? Gelatinase, which I knew there was a word and I knew there was an enzyme that broke down the gelatin and collagen. That's degradation of gelatin and collagen, gelatinase. Renin, renin. You're thinking, wait, renin, renin. You mean rennet, RJ? Do you mean rennet? Because I know what that is. I've seen that on the back of a cheese box, <laughs> in the back of a cheese package. By the way, I started eating a raw cheese again. Uh, you can get it, although I don't know the legalities of here, and I don't even know how they sell it, but they're selling it just to organic pastures, uh, the raw, sharp cheddar. It is aged for six months. Now, all the science shows that your, a, your cheese that's been aged for six months or longer has virtually no lactose in it, the lactose sugar meaning, because everything's been broken down and converted, or most of it. Young cheeses, however, will. So that's why if you eat a uh, brie or something, a soft cheese or they call it a young cheese you may have more some people have more may have more issues more digestion you may run to the bathroom that sort of thing but if you stick to your long age cheese and of course I'm, I'm a I'm a kind of a proponent on that grass-fed raw I'd like it to be raw but again you don't you don't want it raw coming from uh, you know big or medium-sized companies that you want it to be safe. And, and unfortunately, I, I can't get any local um, raw, raw here in Rhode Island. In Massachusetts, you can. But, I'm you know, last time I drove an hour and a half for some cheese and milk. And it's like, come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> Who do you think I am? <clears throat> um, so, Renin. Yeah, Renin. That's what that uh, conversion, conversion of liquid milk to solid particles. Um, so, yeah, it changes the milk to solid particles, that's what they use. They use the gastric enzyme of um, cattle, usually. I'm assuming that's what they get it from, to make the cheese. Uh, that's why you can get vegetarian rennet, which just is an enzyme that comes from, honestly, I don't know. See, that's the issue with these veggie versions of things. You really don't know where, the, where it's coming from uh, unless you dig deeper. Gastric lipase, degradation of butter fat. Who would have thunk it? That there's literally, well, it's lipase, right? Lipid, lipid, lipase. You can, you can kind of make the 
determination by just seeing the word and breaking it apart. The gastric lipase is going to be the breaking of the lipids. The lipids is your fat. Fat is very, very good for you. I recently just added uh, pasteurized cultured butter into my life. Now, cultured is a whole different story, right? So it's the butter that they add probiotics in, right? They add they add cultures in it. So it's it's already got probiotics in it. And, um, you know, basically, you, you need to have the gastric lipase. Do I have lipase in this enzyme blend? Yes, I do. My second one. And, of course, you heard it from the first one. So they both have it. I have a second one here. I didn't read off the ingredients yet. We'll get to that. So we went through the mouth. We went through the stomach. And, of course, we heard that amylase is in the mouth. But then we also heard gastric amylase is in the stomach. Are they two different things? Probably. Probably, my friends. <laughs> That's probably why it says here gastric amylase. Okay? Now, we're down to the pancreas. And I brought up the pancreas not too long ago. And this is really interesting about the pancreas is because, again, nobody's been mentioning it. Why would somebody who has, has supposedly an autoimmune disease that they don't know where it came from, they don't know how to cure it, which is bullshit. <clears throat> um, we just got to look deeper. <clears throat> Why hasn't anybody brought up my pancreas or looked at it for that matter? Um, these kind of lame tests that they make, they're all lame tests. I'm telling you, I got, I got laundry lists of tests. And you know what? If you're eating relatively good, those tests are going to come out with flying colors. And I, literally, I'm proof of that. Um, now, the pancreas is the main digestive gland of our body. Imagine that. I'm reading this right on this uh, website, and it's telling me pancreas is the main digestive gland of our body, which means it's the one that releases most of it, right? The digestive enzymes of the pancreas break down carbohydrates and starch molecules to simple, simple sugars. They also secrete a group of enzymes which help degradation of nucleic acids, right? Because by that time, that's what needs to happen. And of course, those carbs and those starches, they're longer chains. So it's going to need that along the, along, the, along the ride to the anus, <laughs> to the bunghole. Not to be confused with the bunghole of a wine barrel, <laughs> which that's what that hole is called. If any of you didn't know, it's called a bunghole. You're welcome. <laughs> they also secrete a group. Okay, we said that. It functions both as an endocrine and exocrine gland. Well, isn't that interesting? Hold on. Let me put on my glasses because honestly, squinting hurts my head. And I'm sure it does for you as well. Now, let's look at the enzymes and the functions of the pancreas pancreatic lipase there's that lipase again what does that do we know about the li li the lipids we know they're fats then we know they're fatty acids we know the gliss right degrades triglycerides into fatty acids and glycerol remember glycerol is that sugar and then of course your fatty acids together 
they're a lipid, they're a fat. What's a fat? A triglyceride. Triglyceride is a bunch of sugars that wasn't used, put together, and it's stored into your fat. That's what fat is. You know, the fat, the fat that you're eating in food is not the fat that's like, I'm pinching my my little belly here and I'm like proud of my quarter inch fat that I got going on here uh, thanks to the increase in carbohydrates. If you didn't listen to Low Carb Confessions, there's a part two coming out, don't worry. <laughs> um, no longer low carb, trying to go higher carb. The issue is you don't wanna to go too fast and I have this problem where I'm like a, uh, I'm like an extreme left and right, you know, it's like I'll, I'll go one or the other, I try, I, I gotta slow down and take it a little bit at a time. But anyways, the triglycerides are the fat, you know, on your belly, on your thighs, you know, that nice, that nice ass you got. That's triglycerides. Now, phospholipase, phospholipase. Hydrolyzes phospholipids into fatty acids. There you go again. Um, I don't know much about phospholipids, to be honest, but it's got to get down to your fatty acids again. Remember, we need to break this down, stuff down to fatty acids, to glycerol, and amino acids. Building blocks of what? Fats and proteins, and of course, cells in general, right? Trypsin. Trypsin converts proteins to basic amino acids. I'm learning. I never heard of that one. Steepsin. Stepsin. Stepsin. Swanson, Samsonite, Swansonite, Swan, Samson, Swansonite. Break down. <laughs> A couple of you got that joke. Breakdown of triglycerides to glycerol and fatty acids. Again, we're breaking it down to the building blocks of these cells. Chymotrypsin. Converts proteins to aromatic amino acids. There's an aromatic amino acid? Again, mind blown. If yours is, welcome to Gun Instinct Podcast. This is the difference between Gun Instinct Podcast and every other podcast. Welcome. Carbo, what? Carbox, carboxypeptidase. Carboxypeptidase. Degradation of protein to amino acids. Again, so these are proteins to amino acids. So one, the, the one above it converted, what we just said converts the proteins. This one degrades the proteins into amino acids. Pancreatic amylase. amylase. Again, that amylase is in there to break down those carbohydrates, break down those sugars, because they're super long. So like they'll still be broken down, but they'll still be long by the time they get, get down. They keep going down there. Elastase, what? Elastasis? Elast elastasis. Degrades the protein elastin. Elastin? elastin? What I don't even know what elastin is. Protein elastin. Now I wanna I wanna know what that is. Hold on. Protein elastin. Wait, I don't wanna get too far, you know. That you can do this stuff. You can look if you got a question. Write it down. Be like, oh, let me write this down. It's a key protein to the 
extracellular matrix. So it's a highly elastic and present, in, oh, oh, connective tissues, there you go. Allowing many tissues uh, in the body to resume their shape uh, and stretching and yeah. So it's the elast elasticity of the connective tissues, which is really interesting because one of the issues I had when I went from low carb to veg vegetarian to like a vegan raw, where I just, and again, it's like, I look at like the small, I would look at the smallest ingredients and I'd be like, well, that one ingredient I don't want to eat. So I wouldn't eat something. And that is detrimental to anyone's health. And, and it was to mine. So I stopped that. But what's interesting is I felt, I felt that almost, I felt like I was losing that elasticity. I felt like I didn't have much uh, I was, I don't know if you want to call it weaker, but like joints would hurt. My arms would hurt when you move them left and right or, 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 or you pull on something really hard. And, um, I would feel like almost my, the, the tendons were unable to grasp it, right? We're unable to pull if you, you know, any, if anybody's lost, like, you know, you get like a dead leg or something like that, where it just kind of, something fails. It's like, that's like your body telling you it just couldn't handle it now it's interesting if the protein elasticin is is having issues or it's or it's or it's not being built because it doesn't have this elastis to degrade the proteins down to make new right okay nucleosis nucleosis conversion of nucleic acids and nucleotides and nucleosides so converting it. So what's interesting is as we read this, if you hear the terms change from convert to degradation, to convert to degrade, to convert to degradation, right? So now we're at the small intestines. The final step of digestion is carried out by the small intestines. This is the final hooray. We'll come to the end of the podcast. You made it this long. I know I said it wasn't going to be long, but welcome. Every time I say that, it ends up being way too long. But it's totally worth it because this episode is probably one of my favorites so far talking about enzymes. This is just cool. And I love, I love butchering these words. <laughs> it's quite fun uh, for my mouths. Mouths. The final step of digestion we talked about. Okay. It contains a group of enzymes that break down the products undigested by the pancreas. Oh, that's interesting. So now, you know, I think I see this stuff and then I think of what my body's doing. And and they they tell me if I have, you know, with Crohn's, you have issues of digesting this stuff. So I'm thinking, well, what? in the theory of a low-carb diet or the theory of some people or a lot of people have about I, IBD, uh, irritable bowel diseases, is basically what's happening, and we talked about this before on the podcast, Leaky gut. Uh, again, what is leaky gut? Why is your gut leaking? It, it, it's, a, it's a strange term, but undigested food particles, when they get down to the small intestines, to the end, if those cell walls, those cell walls are, are surrounded by microvilli, right? We talked about microvilli before on this podcast. Microvilli are those little fingers. They look like little, little fingers, and they're lined on the inside of your uh, intestines, right? So your intestines aren't smooth. They're, they're full of 
these crevices and these pockets and these pockets have all these little little hair looking things right you can look it up microvilia of the gut now if those are like hurt in a sense that they're being instead of having these basic wonderful building blocks these these simple glucose sugars and these uh these simple um these simple fatty acids and these glycerols uh and these amino acids right in in these small peptides if it doesn't have this then what does it have it probably has undigested food particles or larger particles that it can't do anything with. So this is where my theory of the connection of leaky gut and IBD and Crohn's disease and really any autoimmune disease that they say doesn't have a cure and doesn't uh, isn't proof. Again, I'm calling bullshit. And I'm making the claim here. This is what I'm doing. I'm if the small intestines is exposed to this undigested food particles that didn't the pancreas didn't have enough enzymes to break down, that you know, this stuff wasn't working, then it's gonna be exposed. Um, these these particles get inside of the bloodstream. What happens is the body says yo, there's something going on in the gut that's putting this stuff into the bloodstream and it's no good. It's going to trigger your inflammation, trigger inflammation, trigger your antibodies. That's what's happening. That's what essentially Crohn's and irritable bowel disease is. It's your body attacking itself it's not attacking itself it's attacking the undigested food particles upon which have made its way into the small intestines and you're thinking holy shit you just figured it out well honestly i've kind of been on this route for a little while and i'm making the claim here on the podcast because you know what in about five years or eight years or however long it's going to take for everyone to catch up not to be confused as cats up, I'm going to hopefully be talking to some of the biggest world leaders about this, um, about this issue, because we'll go deeper and say, well, why would these foods not be digested? Or why would our enzymes be hindered? Okay, that's a whole other, whole other podcast, whole other show, whole other bag of shit to get into. Literally, lots of poop which have been great since I added the enzymes into my life. So if anybody's having issues with your gut, order the enzymes, um, you know, go for it. That's what I did. I'm doubling and I'm tripling down on all the enzymes, especially when I eat. And guess what? I'm having way better success in digestion. I'm feeling better. I feel more energy food is staying in my body longer so that's what i noticed after a while it'd be like it'd be so quick in and out it'd almost be like my body is like get this out of you and that's no good that's food that's fuel right that's your body needs that to live <laughs> so uh yeah red flag went on spent a bunch of money not too much but a bunch of money on i got the like i said this from biome 
My second one here, I'll tell you right now, and I told you it was a protein blend. I won't go through the list of really cool stuff, but it's got like carob and Jerusalem artichoke and yakun root and gelatinized maca, uh, camu camu, right? So, but what I want to tell you is it's got amylase, your protease, your peptidase, your papain, your lactase, and your lipase. Now, this is awesome because it has lactase, and I can't for the life of me find that lactase enzyme. Like, I found a couple shady ones, so if any of y'all know of a good legitimate lactase enzyme company, please reach out, let me know. Go on gutinstinctspodcast.com. You can message me through there or just go RJ Martins. That's the letter R J A Y Martins on Instagram. Because honestly, I'm spending entirely way too much time on Instagram, but that's okay if you're there and you're like, hey, I know where to get this lactase enzyme and it works really well. Then, you know, that's, I love that. <laughs> I'll be there to answer. So the enzymes in the small intestine, which is the final step we're going to get to right here, it breaks down the products undigested by the pancreas. The food gets converted into semi-solid form by the activity and the, the enzymes present in the duodendum, jejunum, and ileum. <laughs> now, <clears throat> that's where the poop starts to become made. My favorite thing in the world. The poop, right? You know about the Bristol stool uh, conversion? That's like, you can see what kind of poopy you got. One, two, three. All I say is either you got the double P or you don't. You got the perfect poop, the P squared, or you don't, right? There's days where you have the perfect poop, and then there's days where, well, you know, like people joke about, joke about eating Taco Bell and it coming out fire. Right? That shit is real. <laughs> Literally. The shit is real. Um, yeah, that's this isn't the poop podcast, so we'll leave it at that. But these enzymes begin the conversion to semi-solid form. So, so you've broken down this stuff, you've utilized it in a perfect world, and now it's starting to put it back together. Now, what's interesting is I with my Crohn's have like sort of that where it goes to the small intestines to the large intestine. I'm sure there's a term for that. That's where I feel a lot of my pressure hurt. Like literally it's hard, hard, hard and, and, and pains and stuff been really good since I've added the enzymes, like I said, but you, you, you figure if there's inflammation and there's contraction and there's a smaller area upon which the body doesn't have to hold this stuff in, it's going to want to get it out of the body as quick as possible. That's my theory. Enzymes and their function. This is where we're going to end it, people. Because we're at the small intestines, and after the small intestines is your uh, transverse colon, right? Which is basically like it shoots out into this little... It's an inner butthole, they call it. <laughs> I hand to God. It, I've had doctors tell me it's it's called the inner butthole it's it's from the small intestines to the large intestines right there where the appendix is where they opened up and they took my appendix away because 
you know, if you were following me on Instagram, you'll know that happened a few years ago. And that kind of threw a wrench in, lit- literally threw a wrench in everything. In there. I don't know if they threw a, left a wrench in there while they had it open. Well, they didn't really open it. Well, they did, but I did it all. They had to, they had to do it all. But, okay, so sucrase converts sucrose to disaccharides into monosaccharides. Right? So we're turning the sugars into more simple sugars. Complex sugar, again. Maltase converts maltose to glucose. Uh, I don't know what maltose is. You can look that up. Lactase converts lactose to glucose and galactose. Right? So you want to, again, is that lactase, that enzyme, that sugar, or not that enzyme, the sugar, into a different sugar. Isomaltase converts maltose into isomaltose. Isn't that cool? So, you can look up some of those terms. Not going to get into it. The whole point of this podcast was just to talk about the enzymatic process. The enzymes. People, the enzymes. Digestive enzymes. Proteins that speed up the breakdown or the hydrolysis hydrolysis, of food molecules into their separate components. That's what we want. The optimal digestion to get that P squared, that perfect poop, happens in the GI tract. It happens with the digestive enzymes. And honestly, I'm thinking that's basically all what rides it. Because when you think about it, if I have a great amount of enzymes, well, they're going to be broken into those beautiful building blocks that my body can use. And I can build more muscles and I can get more fat, which is my problem. A lot of people are trying to get rid of fat. I'm trying to gain fat. Honestly, once you start gaining fat, the muscles can come. You just got to work out and start working the muscles, right? That's anybody who's who's big on um, working out will know how hard it is to gain that muscle. You got to eat, 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 and then you got to work those muscles out. Because what you're doing is you're just transferring those that fuel instead of it going into triglycerides, it's going to give you that muscle. Now, on that note, I hope you guys loved this show. I hope you hang on, hung on for long enough. Um, I think it was great. I love you a lot. Thanks for clicking on Gut Instinct's podcast. Ironically enough, I had like four different links up here because what I usually do with these shows, if I know we're going to talk about something really cool, like in this case, enzymes, I want to make sure I got the fuel to break down the fuel and the energy to break down uh, the words. So we understand it a little bit and we get... We shed a little bit of light upon the digestive, the mysteries of the digestive system. Um, Man, that being said, I love you guys a lot. I can't thank you enough for clickety-clickety on the website and for following me for these last couple years. I'm super stoked for season three. I think you're going to dig what I got in store. If you didn't already, 
definitely go on the website, gutinstinctpodcast.com, you know, if you're listening through YouTube or uh, iTunes, of course. And then, of course, you should know it's, it's available on iTunes, up on YouTube. Do it there. Comment, like, subscribe on YouTube. That helps mucho. You know that. I don't even tell you that over and over. Um, and if you already are, you know, you rock, man. You're like, you're the reason why I keep this going. Um, we'll be talking about what's going on in another, in another show, but till, till then I've, I've, I've increased these enzymes tenfold and I can tell you they're doing a heck of a difference. So if anybody's, you know, if you want to know, you want to reach out, please just let me know. Um, I'll let you know what, what, what I'm using and all that good stuff. Cause I know I just say it and I don't always post. I do post it on Instagram, however. So go follow me on Instagram. RJ Martins. I already told you that the letter R J A Y Martins, but you already know that. And of course, how can you support the podcast? I mean, you're already supporting it by listening, by clicking the likes, all that. But if you want to support it even more in your heart and you love the spiritual aspect upon which sometimes we get into on the show, go check out the book. It is on sale. Adam and Eve, Origins of Human Consciousness. Really dope read. I think you'll like it. If you don't, you may know somebody who would like it. Um, you can order it right through the website, gutinstinctspodcast.com. Or you can go on Amazon. It's on there too. That's it, y'all. That was a great show. Uh, till next time, I'll talk to you soon. Lots of love. Peace.